Let us. Let's go back to the beginning of Shar Shar Dalad Perkei. We really started this a little bit last week, but I want I want to I feel like we need to let's let's just start at the beginning again, just so that we can have clarity in what he's saying. So we were talking about the concept that it's necessary, although he doesn't feel like meditation or that though that element is critical to uh, one's ability to study. Ultimately, one has to do the maisa, one has to carry out the mitzvos. But that's not to say that Yerushalayim is not an important ingredient. That is a critical ingredient because the Yerushalayim forms the otzer, forms the storehouse in which all of the knowledge is placed, you know, encapsulated in the correct um, uh, place. That's the that that's where it's going to be done, going going to happen. So again, we're starting at the beginning of Shar Dalad Parakei, even though we were actually we uh, we were, oh, you want to, no, you can you can come in here, come come over here. I'm going to move it over. I'm going to just move my camera over, Adel. This way. Nice to have more people. Yep. I'm just letting you know that you can still see me and then I'll then I'll, I'll continue from there. Hi, how are you? Welcome. Okay. Your cousin. Wonderful. Okay. Alan, are we good? Yep. You can see me clearly? Absolutely. No Perfect. problem. Okay. All right. Okay, so we're we're in Shardalad. Parakei, we're talking about the value of Yerushalayim. Where's the place? In other words, the the Nefeshachayim is, is feeling or or um, uh, he's in, in a number of places, like at the end of Shar Aleph and other places, he's explained to us that the most important thing is action. In other words, it, it, although meditation and preparation and all the rest of that is important, you have to you have to do the actions to make it happen. We were trying to discuss what is Torah Lishma. What does lishma mean? And he was he was pointing out that lishma to do something altruistically, to do something for the for its own sake, does not mean does not mean that one has to meditate upon it and one has to focus on the 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 build up to what contains it in order to in order to have lishma. However, that's not to say that one can negate those aspects completely. And what he wants to focus on that, what he means by that is that Yerushalayim is certainly a factor in how we learn Torah. And it has to be a factor in everything that we do and in, in, in a, cal- a calculation in the, in the way we assume what's going to happen. So he says like this, to the degree that a person prepares the storehouse, which is, what, which is the framework within which the Torah is to function. That means that a person recognizes that, that what I'm about to study is not normal. In, you know, I, 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 I've said this idea once before. You know, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu stuttered. Moshe Rabbeinu had a stutter. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu stutter? So when you're in grade school, they tell you Moshe Rabbeinu stuttered because he took the hot coal. They can see he was, he was, Paro put the gold and he put the coal in front of him as a test, glowing coals and gold. He wanted to see which ones he's going to grab. Moshe Rabbeinu was reaching for the gold and the Malachim pushed his hand to the Blowing coals, he grabbed the coal and touched it to his mouth, and then he stutters. Whatever that medrash means, but I'm not getting into right now. As you know, my opinion with regard to medrash is medrash is never meant to be taken literally. That story is 
that never happens. That doesn't mean meaning there, there was no there was no test of Moshe Rabbeinu. Baby Moshe never sat in front of two things. Essentially, what it's 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 there to teach us lessons, deeper lessons. Let's put that aside for a moment. But we know for a fact that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have clear speech. It says. Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hashem in one of his one of his negotiating tactics not to go to Mitzrayim in order to redeem the Jewish people, not to be the leader, not to step into that role was, who am I? And after all, how am I going to convince power at the end of the day? I stutter. I can't talk clearly. Now, ask yourself this question. Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabban Shel Yisrael, the teacher of all the Jewish people, the one through whom all of Torah comes down to us, can't speak clearly? How did we learn Torah from him? How, what was the source for our Torah? Moshe Rabbeinu, a man who couldn't even speak clearly? How do we know we got it right? Maybe, maybe you misheard him. Maybe he stuttered and, you, and he meant something completely different. How, how, are we to, how are we to trust anything that he gave over to us? And how is it possible that Moshe Rabbeinu, who stood for at Sefer Dvarim, is Moshe Rabbeinu's the 40 days of Moshe Rabbeinu's final farewell speech. He speaks for the entire Jewish people for 40 days. But, and he was stuttering? Really? Shabbos like this. The idea is Moshe Rabbeinu, what does it mean that Moshe Rabbeinu stuttered? It doesn't mean that he, he couldn't uh, he, didn't, he had poor elocution. What it means is Moshe Rabbeinu's ability to comprehend or to connect to things elevated himself or, or pulled him above this world. Like we've spoken about many times before, the concept of speech Dibur is, what's unique about Dibur is a person's Koach, a person's ability to speak, to give over language, is to be able to, 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 that I can tell you, not just communicate with you, because if anyone is just about communicating, bees communicate, okay? And bees are not smart. So, and that's no praise that we can do what bees can do, or we can do what the dolphins can do, or even if, right, even if you want to say the whales have big brains, and, but, and, but, but all, they all communicate. So what does it mean that Adam, what's unique about Adam is that he's a ruach mamalala, he's a speaking soul, he has his ability. It means he has the ability to, to communicate abstract ideas that no one else can do. Not, no, one, uh, no, no, no other creature on the planet can give over an abstract ideal. Yes, perhaps hunting dogs can relate to each other where to find game. Perhaps they can tell each other when they're hungry or if they're in pain. But they cannot talk about abstract ideas. They cannot. You know, uh, no, that's, uh, let's not go with it. It's too, too much of it. But they can't. They, that, I, that, that possibility of, of giving over something that is not clearly defined, but rather is an idea that something I communicate to you, and now you have to build that idea and, and grapple with it and, and, and wrestle with it and make it into yourself. That's something that you don't get from anywhere that, that no one else can do. That's our ability to connect to a higher dimension. Our koach of Dibur is our connection between our lower self and our higher self, the, the lowest part of our soul, our nefesh, and our neshama are connected by the ruach, and the ruach is the koach of Dibur. That's the ability to speak. That's the, that's the possibility. Moshe Rabbeinu's koach of Dibur was so great, he was talking about ideas that were outside of the paradigm of this world. He was talking about the Rebun Hashanah's Chokmah. He was talking about the wisdom of, of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of, of the master of the universe, which is infinite in a finite world. We had no, we had no, we had no lens. We had no, we had no possibility of understanding what he was saying. It came out like stuttering. We didn't, you just couldn't, couldn't translate the word. They didn't, 
they didn't they didn't come over into this world in the same way. But the moment the Rebbe Hashem came down on Har Sinai and he gave us a Torah, what was the miracle of of Matan Torah? The miracle of Matan Torah was the miracle of the giving of the Torah was that Hashem took his infinite wisdom and put it into a finite document that he gave over to us, he gave it over in a finite form. That means that Hashem gave us the tools now to grapple with his chachma. Now, all of a sudden, Moshe Rabbeinu becomes an orator. Now, all of a sudden, Moshe Rabbeinu can talk as clearly as anybody else. He has the ability to give it over, and everybody can understand what he's saying. A person's possibility, the person's potential to connect to Torah requires an otzer, a storehouse of Yira, of a relationship with the Rebbeinu a connection to this. I, I am now going to want to build a connection to Rebbeinu Chachma. I want to understand. I want to inculcate into myself the wisdom of the master of the universe, then it has to be within the paradigm of Yira Shemayim. Yira, like, like Rabbi Gibra spoke about on Chuas, Yira means the recognition of the awesomeness of what Hashem is, the realization that I am now in, 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 in communication with, with the creator, with the, with, the, with the source of all energy, with the source of all life, that which is, that's, that possibility is awe-inspiring. But if it's not within the paradigm of that awesomeness, of that re- realization, of that era, then the Torah that Hashem is giving me uh, comes off as, yes, wise stuff, you know, Hammurabi's wise stuff also. It, it goes in and goes out. It's, it, it, does, it doesn't have, it doesn't relate to my core. It doesn't relate to who I am. This is what the, this is what, this is the idea that, that the Nef Chaim is, is trying to give over here. He says, According to the measure of the greatness of the storehouse of Yira, that man prepares, Cain al Zeha Erech, in in an exact measure, in an exact weight out, you can then access and enter and bring in the produce, which is Torah, to the degree that your Otzer, that your storehouse can contain it and hold on to it. The degree that you have a relationship and a realization of Rashis Chachma Yiras Hashem, the beginning of Chachma of wisdom. But Chachma is the type of wisdom where I gather in facts from the outside. It's not, it, there's different levels of Chachma. But chachma, chachma itself, the word Chachma means the ability to gather in facts. The ingathering of these facts for me to relate to them as Torah, as something which elevates me to a higher perspective, depends on the paradigm in which I'm placing them. What's the storehouse in which I'm planning to keep them? It has to be a storehouse of Yerushalayim. Ki ha'av ha'machalik So he now he uses a mashal to describe what this means. He uses a parable. The, 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 the tool of using a parable is like this. That many times we're trying to, we're grappling with infinite concepts, with that, grappling with concepts that are truly outside the, the true grasp of what we think about. So we'll relate it to an idea that's in our world, and that will bring that concept down to a world where we can relate to it, into the world that we can relate to it. So the, what's the what's the mushal? If you have a father, he's dishing out grain to all of his children. He gives out to each child an exact measure of grains. Whatever the child has a storehouse to, to, to keep it and to store it. All right, I'll give you stuff to fill up your storehouse. I'm not giving this stuff to waste. I don't want you pouring it out and losing it. I want you to be able to hold on to it. Whatever you prepared 
in order to store what I have to give you, I'll fill it up for you. Even if the father will want to give to his child something, but, and, he has, and he's, he's generous, he, and he has the will, the will to do it. The son doesn't have anywhere to store it. He's got nowhere to put it. He's got nothing to do with it. What am I going to do? I, I know I can't. Because he didn't make a big enough storehouse, they should be able to hold on to more. Now the father can't give him any more. The father's stuck. I want to give you more, but you have nowhere to put it. You have nowhere to store it. You can't do anything with it. And if the child failed to even prepare a minimal storehouse, anything, the father's been, I can't give you anything. I have nothing to give you. I'm not, I'm not wasting it. So that's the way the Ibn Shem functions with us. wants to give us tremendous wisdom. He wants to give us the possibility of being able to to to, 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 um, uh, to tune in to these infinite concepts, to be able to, to touch a world that's beyond our own world, to, to touch a world of ideas, of things that we don't actually understand them until we've absorbed them into ourselves. Ubina Yaseir, and he wants to give us deeper understanding that we can, from, from those things, we can extrapolate even more things. We can extract greater information. But the goal is, you, should, you need to have it. I want it to be yours. I want you to own it. I want it to be a part of it. I want it to become a part of who you are, how you function, what you are. Attach them to your, to your inner essence. Play with them. Playing always means reaching a goal. What it play means, usually work means that I, there's a process and a result. Play is where the process is the result. In other words, when you play a game, right, what's the point of playing the game? Is to, quote unquote, have fun, to enjoy yourself. When are you enjoying yourself? In the process of doing of playing the game. That's, that's the concept of, of, of playing games. That's what it says, who plays with Lev Yosin. It means that the process and the result are all one. That's, that's, the, that's the mahalak, that's the pathway of the world to come, is that, is that there's no process and result. This world is a world of process and result. We do things, and then ultimately we produce them. It wasn't meant to be that way. The world was meant to, what it says when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, it says HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world and he told the trees that they should produce, that there should be Tam Eitzo Piriyashadah. It should be the trees, the bark of the tree should taste exactly like the fruit. What does it mean the bark of the tree should taste like the fruit? It means that the process should be part of the result. Normally what happens? A tree grows and then it blossoms and then it flowers and then you the whole summer and then you grow fruit and the fruit has to ripen and then finally you have a fruit that you can eat. The bark is used, the roots are useless, the bark is useless, the leaves are useless. The, what's, what's useful? Only the end result for what all of that was there for. You needed roots in order to draw in nutrients, and you needed bark in order to protect the tree, and you need the leaves in order to produce the chlorophyll, and you needed all the different aspects of what it took to make this fruit. But in the process, all that process was leading towards a result. Kashrochu wanted it ultimately what he wanted when he went with the, the concept of, listen to this, is it? It says like Rishbuchel, it was initially he wanted to create a world with din, with a world of, of pure justice. He raw shame on this kind, so the world can't can't work, can't last. So therefore, he added to it a concept of mercy. What does mercy mean? Mercy means so the Ramchal asks, what does it mean? Mercy? Rishbuchel doesn't he doesn't meet out the the din. He doesn't give the just doesn't give justice the way it's supposed to be. 
How could that be? It's not emesnen. It's not truthful. Because if you if there's actions that have consequences, then if I don't provide the consequence for that action, then it's not emes, then it's not justice, then it's not correct. How could it be? Who is emes, who is absolute truth, that he doesn't do something that's absolute justice. So the, 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 the Rampal says, no, Rachman doesn't mean that Akash doesn't carry it out. It means Akash draws out the process. Instead of it being instantaneous, you do this, this is what happens immediately. Instead, Akash Baruch says, I'm going to allow the process to take time, to spread it out over time. So you have, you have the possibility of going back in there and, quote unquote, correcting the deviance, correcting the fault, undoing what was done. We call it tshuva, etc. That's what midas harachim is like, the, the way that Amchal says, is like, Baruch slowed it down. I mean, slowing it down, what, they, what does that mean? It means that process and result are not together anymore. Part of the, the consequence of that is that you draw the world out. This is the idea of what, what it means. This is the whole story of the sun and the moon. This is the whole story of Adam and Chava, that Adam was initially was created as one being and then ultimately split into two beings. And it's, a whole pro, it's a whole point of that Shish to Mebrish was supposed to end. We were supposed to be at the end right away because we're supposed to be in that in that role. The world of Olam Haba, the world of the world to come, the, the ultimate goal of the world is process and result are all together. So that's the way it's supposed to be. So... HaKadosh wants you to play with it. He wants you to realize, he wants to recognize, he wants you to enjoy the benefit just of the learning itself as becomes a result in itself. That they come into that world of rest. They come to the, the ultimate resting place with their, with their learning together. I mean, it's all together. But it all depends how much of an otzer, how much of a paradigm, how much of a storehouse did you create, how much of a, how much of a model where, wherein that can be contained so that it can be actually understood and processed within that, did you prepare? If a person focused clearly on his relationship and the re, in the reality and the existence of the burial and the Rebbe not just the Chachma of Torah, not just that wondrous, amazing, yes, it's mind-boggling how wide the, the wisdom of Torah and it's amazing this, the, the calculations of Talmud, etc., but the goal is not, to, it's not about that. The goal is that it's supposed to transform each and every one of us. It's supposed to elevate us. It's supposed to connect us to a higher dimension. Like Moshe Benu, that it says Karanor Panav, the famous apostle Karanor Panav, you know that's Michelangelo's mistake, right? Karan is the same word in Hebrew as Karen. So Karan means a ray of light, and Karen means a horn. So Michelangelo translated the word Karan. He didn't have Nakudos. He translated it as Karen. So he painted, he painted Moshe Rabbeinu with a horn. From now on, all the time they believe we have horns, right? So that, right? But but the shot is, it's but the what was Moshe Rabbeinu's? Why was his face shining that way? Because Moshe Rabbeinu's, his soul was so elevated. His neshama was connected to the to a transcendent dimension, to a reality that was beyond this world. Why? Because his yerushalayim was completely intact. If you only have a little storehouse, you only have a little Yerushalayim, just a little, just a smidgen, smidgen of it, then that, that there's no Yerushalayim at all. Does not give down. There's no flow of connection of that chachma. You appreciate the chachma for what it is. There's lots of chachma. Chachma bagayim tamen. There's chachma out there in the world as well. You'll, you'll appreciate it as chachma. You'll appreciate it as something that's wise, but as something that is transformational. Something that's el- that elevates me. Something that 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 through, through which I touch a transcendent dimension, a higher world, through which I can actualize something that is beyond limitations in a limited world, I won't have that opportunity. And then 
then such a person, that we come almost disgusting. That's what the Pasuk means. It says, the beginnings, the starting point for Chachma, like the Zara says, um, <clears throat> says like this, the Pasuk should say, when Chachma, when I have Torah, then I'll realize Yerushalayim through the Torah itself. I'll be elevated. Now, all of a sudden, I'll realize the greatness of the Yerushalayim. No, no, no. No, it's not that way. It comes first. First, you have to build the storehouse. You can't have the grain and then build the storehouse afterwards. You got to build the storehouse first. Because if you wait to build the storehouse until after you have the grain, what's going to happen to the grain? It's going to rot. By the time you get around, it's going to be finished. I have to elevate myself to a higher and higher level of wisdom. The, the, the opening, the entrance, the, 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 the pathway to higher wisdom is only through Yeras Hashem. Even though it's true, Yerushalayim is only one of only one mitzvah. It's only one of many mitzvahs. That we have six hundred thirteen mitzvahs. Why is Yerushalayim so such a focal point? Why is that Yeras Yeras Kochma Yeras Hashem the beginning of wisdom? Why does it have to start there? On the mitzvahs Knias Hayira Mimenu Yisbarach the 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 mitzvah to acquire that Yira from Hashem. It's very great. It is essential. It's the essential ingredient through which Torah can be kept and Torah can be guarded and Torah can be maintained. Without it, is to become something that is disgusted, that is rejected, right? Um, of uh, uh, by, by the by all creations, the That has to be what a person begins with. That has to be the the starting point. That's how I reach chachma. Um, the yuvan. Okay, then that's the rest of this. Is uh, seems to be the ish tavunas yovim pnimus mamaram zalzel Somebody who is wise. Will be able to 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 um, uh, discern over here what Chazal the, the inner meaning of what Chazal is saying. They say that the higher wisdom can only be revealed by a recognition of Hashem's kingship, meaning a recognition that Malchus always means. If I have something in front of me, so it's a defined and within a certain paradigm, it's a defined within certain limitations. This is what it is. I take a crown, I take or I take oil and I pour it on top of it. I take I do a mashika. What am I doing? I'm breaking the barriers of what would look like I have, and I'm elevating it to another level. In other words, if a person says, "I ask you, how tall are you?" So you say about what, five foot eleven, six foot, right? You're six feet. So, so you're six foot from your head to your foot. But then that, that means you're all, all of you is contained within that six feet. But if I take a crown now and I put that on top of your head, now you're more than six feet. You're, you're elevated above it. And that crown indicates that all of you is really represented by something that's higher than what's limited within that, within that six feet. You, you completely break the paradigm so you can, you can function on a whole different level. So that's the idea of Midas Malchus, the Midas of Malchus of the Rebbe is to say that we perceive it initially in a very limited form. But to, 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 to elevate ourselves to the, to the level of malchus, that's the level of going beyond the limits, 
That's when we accept upon ourselves the yoke of, of Shemaim is to elevate ourselves to a new dimension, to another, to another level. It says it exists only within the four cubits of halacha, meaning in the defined space in which halacha is studied, where halacha is learned, that's where you'll find the Rebbe Hashem. What does it mean? Means like this. There's seemingly later on in the fifth parakim brachos it says that Akash Baruch has only in the only treasure that he has in his house is he has the treasure of Yerushalayim. So what does it mean? What do you mean? Is it does he have? Is is Baruch Hu Dalal Amash Halacha Bovad or is it Einla Akash Baruch Which one is it? Is it Yerushalayim the individual that you what's unique, or is it or is it Halacha that's unique? Well, the Dvarenu BeEmes Hakol Echad. It's all one. The the storehouse in which Halacha functions is Yerushalayim. So in order to have a Dalal Amash Halacha, you need the Yerushalayim. That's that's the starting point. It's the storehouse of Yerushalayim that Hashem has in his, in his base nazar. That's, that's the true meaning of what's going on in here. And for that, for this reason, this is the true path. Hashem has chosen for us. Whenever a person sits down to learn, Whenever a person is about to open up a sefer, is about to open up a holy book, and is about to study the Torah, before you begin, a small meditation, a small thought, a, a focusing of the mind, where am I? What am I about to do? I'm about to engage in the Chachma el in the in the wisdom, in the infinite wisdom of the Rivansham, of the Bari Olam, of the creator of the world. I'm about to engage in something that is above and beyond who I am. I'm not simply engaging in something that I enjoy. I'm not simply engaging in something that is that is interesting. I'm engaging, I'm di- coming directly in in contact with the das, the knowledge of or the inner thinkings, the inner workings of. Before you begin, even just a small meditation, I am now sitting in front of the Melech I'm sitting in front of the awesome King of all kings. I'm sitting, I'm, I'm about to engage in his wisdom, in his thought process. There has to be almost a level of confession. That I, from the depths of my heart, what am I? Who am, am I really worthy of this? That should be holy and pure. Um, the, I, I'm going to utilize this opportunity, this this engagement, as a way to connect myself. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to connect completely internally and within with my whole being with what is the word of Hashem, which is his halacha. Then a person has the possibility to elevate himself to true connection. Because the Rebbeinu and what the Rebbeinu wants of us, which is halacha is the guide. What does halacha mean? Halacha means halacha. How do I walk? What is the pathway on which I'm supposed to walk? What is it that the Rebbeinu wants from me? If the Rebbe wants something from me, that he, what Hashem, Hashem wants, that is the Rebbe That's the manifestation of Hashem in the physical dimension. That's 
That's spiritual, that, that's the manifestation of spiritual potential in the physical dimension. Here is how I am going to carry out connecting to the Rebunishon. Because who you Yisbarach Ritzon are what? Kamosh Kosov Azar. Bechol din v'halacha mitara Any specific law or halacha that comes from the Torah, who Ritzonah Yisbarach. That is the desire of the Bari Olam. That's what Hashem wants me to be doing. Shekein gozer Ritzon, shehei kenyat tachadin. Because that's what he does, that is what he decreed. This is the way it should be. This is what you're supposed to do. Kosher apostle, is it, is it kosher? Is it not kosher? Is it usable? Is it not usable? Tomei is it pure? Is it impure? Asur is it forbidden? Is it permitted? Chayav zakai, am I, am I obligated? Am I, am I exempt? What am, is it something that's good for me? Is it bad for me? I'm connecting to the Ratzon Hashem, to what Hashem really wants me to do. Wow, what a possibility. What an, what an, what an incredible opportunity. The Gam, and even if a person is studying Divrei Agada. Divrei Agada would say uh, the simple translation would be fil- a philosophical reality, the the understanding of how I'm to relate to it. She'ain b'hem nafkusa. There's no practical difference to how I lead my life today. L'shum din gamkein who davak b'dibur shalakadosh But still, that too is the word of Hashem. Ki atayra kula b'klalel pratzav diktukel all of Torah. In all of its general permutations and all of its specific specificalities and all of the fine points, even the smallest question that a student has for his for his master, it's all the same thing. Everything was taught from write down these words when Akash appeared at Harsinai, when a moment appeared everything to The clarity was all laid out from from beginning to end. Even, even the, the question that a, that a student will ultimately ask his master, okay, it's all in there. Here's a very powerful idea. Every word of Torah that I say, and this is, a, this is an idea that the Torah is meant to be expressed outwardly because when I say words, what I'm doing is I'm creating a bond between myself and something that's outside of myself. When I just read it, when I just see it, so then it's only, it's function, it's remaining really, un, it's, it's really, the potential is not yet realized. The full potential is realized when I, when, is when I, when I elocute, when I, when I say the word, when I form the word and I say the letters and I pull out every piece of it, those letters form what is creation. So, it's himself is saying the same thing that I'm saying. Because as we said, as we said in the first paragraph, it says, it says, you give HaKadosh Baruch strength. How does HaKadosh Baruch connect to this world? What's the conduit for his shefa, for the flow of his spiritual energy into this world? Is the Torah itself. What Torah? The Torah that I say, and because I say it, the Rebbe Shem says the same thing. He mimics 
my words of Torah. So when I say the words, it brings out the words from my Kaddish Baruch When it comes out from my Kaddish Baruch it's it's like hevel piv. It's like something that comes out of me, just like there's there's a breath of air that's coming out from me that connects outside of myself. When the Baruch expels that air, he's expelling spiritual energy into the into the bria. They were having a debate. So what, what was it that the that the lady got upset with the Pilagash Ragiva that he sent her out? Was what was the reason why he got upset with her? Did he find a fly? Did he find a hair? So, so, so they asked Elia Navi, what's the Rebunish I'm saying? is learning the same sugya that you're learning. He's learning the same sukkim that you're learning. saying this is what my one student is saying. That's what they were studying. At that time, repeats their words. When the Bershom says, is Hashem's reality. That's what we've said many times. Hashem's Baruch is a davar and a dibur are the same thing by Hashem's A thing and a word, it's all the same. Hashem's creates realities when he speaks things. He speaks things into existence. He manifests that existence outside of outside of himself, whatever that means, that, that according to our understanding, our perception of it is that it's outside of himself. He manifests that for, forward because you did it. The Pasuk says, you should love Hashem. What does it mean? How do you love him? It says, it's talking about study of Torah. And to cleave to him. The Torah of your mouth. My heart rejoices when I am engaged in Torah and I bring it into my mouth. As I realize that the Torah that I'm studying, that's your Torah. Any word of Torah that I'm saying now, comes out of my mouth, and at the same moment, in the same instant, mimics that, and he's saying the same thing, he's bringing the same realities to into being. All of Torah is equally holy. It's all the the Torah, All of Torah is the Rebbein words. Aluf Timna, and if you're missing a, pus, a, a letter, even from what's seemingly an in, insignificant part of the Torah, where it lists all the sons of Esau, all the children of Esau, and all the generations, says that Aluf Timna, Aluf Dirda, so the, this this commander and that commander and that commander. Who cares about the commanders of Edom of the commanders of Esau? It's part of the Torah, and if it's in the Torah, it's Yerushalmi's Shams Torah. He nifts a and the Sefer Torah is possible the same way if it's missing the Aleph from Anochi Hashem Al Kecha or it's missing the Aleph from Aluf Timna. It's the same soul, the same desire, just as possible. Kamoyim ha'Nasser Oisecham Maseres Adib. So I'm in Pasuk Shmai Yisrael. Kamoshik Hazan Ramim Vuhu Mitan Devayol. That's based on the Tan Devayol. That is what we are striving for: is to bring out the potential of the Rebbeinu Shem's Torah into the world, but only if 
the moment we sit down to learn, we realize we're entering into an Oitzah Hayira. We're, we're f- focusing that I'm building, I'm bringing down all this wisdom into my storehouse of Yerushalayim. So therefore, I'm meditating on the fact that I'm connecting with the Bariyom, with Ribbanjom. I'm expressing his Ratan. And not only am I expressing his Ratan, my Deber will, man, will, will be mimicked by him. He will, will bring out the reality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Dover, which is a Deber, which is a Dover, his word, which is a thing, which is a reality, which is which is the creating the spiritual that spiritual flow of energy. That's the Hashivas, that's the importance of the study of Torah within the context, within the within the within the permutation, within the paradigm of your Shemaim that goes along with it. Okay. All right, we'll stop over here. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right, Alan, thank you. Thank you. I spoke with your son, Jay.